You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's Beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Take five, it's the five-minute edition of Take Command. I'm Craig Hoffman, he is Logan Paulson. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, Full tape breakdown coming tomorrow, but Logan, obviously a lot of our attention is going to be towards the NFL draft. All of a sudden, after the weekend that was, the Commanders hold the number two pick in the draft, and they are the odds-on favorite, 69%, according to ESPN Analytics, that they will wind up with that number two pick based off of the results of this upcoming weekend. So, quarterback is going to be in the uh, in in the mix here. Uh, we will talk about Sam Howell's day on the full pod, the tape breakdown tomorrow. But um, one of the questions that I have for sure going into, especially this draft class, as we look at the different guys that will be considered, is how much does age matter for specifically a quarterback coming out? You have guys like Bo Nix and Michael Penix who had incredible days on New Year's Day, both of whom are sixth-year players. Uh, Jaden Daniels is another guy who's, who's, I think he's a fifth-year, he's 23, turned 23 in uh, in December. So you have these older quarterbacks that have a lot of experience. How does that play into a draft evaluation? Yeah, I think it used to be like a huge thing where you wanted like a younger guy, but I think now there's kind of this shift, especially with how long quarterbacks are playing, I think, um, that older guys are are a little bit more appetizing. They're a little bit more palatable, I'll say. And I, and I think the way I look at it, it makes a lot of sense to me because you want guys that have played a lot of football, that have kind of learned multiple offenses, have seen different coverages, have done different things. And, um, you know, we were talking about like language learning and stuff like that and how that kind of becomes more difficult as you get older. But these guys, they're kind of, they've developed a process and a methodology for learning football. And I want those guys in. And honestly, the older guy, I think another reason they're more palatable is like you want that kind of, captain of your organization to have some maturity to them and i think like 
there's value to having a guy that can be in a press conference that can handle adversity that's been up that's been down you know brock purdy was a fifth year player uh when he was coming out of college so i think there are there are advantages to that is it the end all be all no these young players can't play the position at a high level no but i do think that specifically for the quarterback position it's becoming it's becoming much more uh accepted like you know like for example they're talking about joe alt right i was listening to something today the tackle out of notre dame you know 6 8 320 all these things he's gonna be 20 and i think that gets a lot of coaches excited that he's so young that he's so malleable that he's physically going to develop with the quarterback i don't think it's as important to see that to have that physical upside because it's all it's all mental it, it's not all mental obviously you want to see them throw the ball far and stuff but there's such a huge mental component to the position i think that experience is is very very valuable so the counterpoints, if you will, the, the, the negatives, the things that you, I don't even call them negatives, the things that would give you pause. Um, one, I think is more of a myth than a reality at this point, which is like, okay, well, he's older. Well, we're not going to have him as long. I don't think you worry about that anymore. Right. Quarterbacks are playing into their mid thirties. Like if you get 10 great years out of a guy, like you're pretty psyched. Um, the question I guess would be like, if you get a guy at 22 and he can be in his prime by 25, do you get more? Um, and do you get some of those years cheaper? Maybe. But at the end of the day, like, I don't think that's that big of a deal anymore. I think the one that is a bigger deal for me, the one that, that I worry about, and it's impossible to know because it's not like 100% of guys, this will be a negative or positive or neutral, whatever, um, is if you, like, if you play well in college when you're 23 and you're playing against a bunch of 19-year-olds, you should be better than them because you're way older. And especially at that position, your decision-making ability, just the way that the human brain develops is significantly better once you get into your early to mid twenties compared to when you are in your late teens and early twenties. And so if all of a sudden you are dominant in years five and six of your college career, when you weren't that impressive to me, or you weren't that impressive in, in years one through four, um, that is uh, to me, like, uh, if I'm a scout, like I want to understand how and why that happened. Now, if you were good all six years, then like, okay, cool. Um, and, and again, it's not a deal breaker, but I, I think when we, we talk about like some of the things that are concerning, um, that make you pause on an older player, that's something that has to be sorted out amongst the scouting process and, and, and by an organization, if they're going to invest a first round pick and especially a high one in one of these older QBs. Yeah, but I think you go the other way too, like guys that started their career well and then kind of plateaued. And I don't want yep. that guy. I want the guy that's going to improve and I want the guy sure. that's going to develop. And I do think there is a, not everyone's the same, not every situation's the same, but I definitely, as a, as a talent evaluator, prefer someone who's playing their best football recently. You know, like uh, every year there's a guy like uh, Singletary, the corner at LSU a couple of years ago who played amazing as a freshman and then had two years where he was kind of middling, he was dealing with injuries, all that kind of stuff. And I docked him in my evaluation for that because I just hadn't seen him play good football for two years. So I don't trust that guy. It's But it's really easy to see Pennants like and say, oh man, you see that game yesterday? You see that game earlier this season where he played really well? And I, and I for me, again, I like to think especially with quarterbacks that you, again, the more information you have, the more you can kind of figure it out. So I like to see a developmental kind of crescendo from that position. There's other positions. It's not as important for me, like defensive line, for example, like if you're an edge rusher and one year you had 15 sacks, for example, in college, I know that's in there. And I know it's just about making sure you're in the right environment to kind of maximize that. So it's not because it's more athletic based that position for the quarterback. I want to see them again, see more coverages, do more things, and kind of get those growing pains out 
in college if possible, as opposed to kind of drafting a young player who's not all the way there and then kind of expect them to, um, to, to, to grow under my tutelage. Because then there's three or four, there's three years maybe, like Justin Fields is a perfect example, young player coming out two or three years of development his rookie years his rookie contracts almost up you got to pay him and like that's the conversation they're having now about caleb williams not necessarily from a straight talent perspective but we can make sure this dude's under contract for another five years while we're building our program so yeah for sure um it's worth pointing out and by the way i agree with you uh just presenting all of the information yeah if you will um Caleb Williams, 22, uh, just turned 22 back in November. So he's definitely on the younger side of it. Meanwhile, Sam Howell is only 23. He turned 23 right. in September. So we do talk about Sam's development. That is, I think, something that's worth keeping in mind for him. Like he still has upward trajectory to go, uh, it would seem, based off his age. Um, as for how he's actually going on that trajectory, well, that's for tomorrow. Uh, we'll see you then. Tape breakdown, Sam Howell in focus on the Take Command podcast. 